You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Leaps podcast. I am Kyle Radke. I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian, hey, what Kyle. is up? How was your weekend? Oh, it was busy. Um, yeah, good stuff, but, but very busy. Uh, went to the state fair kickoff, like mini state fair. Oh, yeah. Fairs. Got some cheese curds, as promised. Um, so that was good. But yeah, I don't know. Hanging in there. How you doing? I didn't have cheese curds this weekend, I'll tell you that. Um, actually, so, so not nope. as good as me is what I'm hearing. Nope. But yeah. <laughs> I take that back. I did have cheese curds this weekend. Um, no, we, we, we had a good uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, we went camping. And um, I did have cheese curds on Friday. So, um, Never mind. Uh, on the way up there. So we had equally good weekends. Um, obviously, uh, you know, thanks to everyone who was served. Um, and, you know, and, and uh, you know, for, for us, we had an enjoyable weekend for other people. Um, they didn't have that opportunity, and that's what Memorial Day is about. So we just want to say, um, you know, thanks thanks to everyone who served and, and who's, who's currently serving. Um, let's get into this week's podcast. Uh, first off, thanks to our friends DraftKings, of course. They're the sponsor of this um, highly acclaimed podcast. Uh, we're almost at the second round. I think one series is complete. The Bucks, the Bucks swept the heat. Which, like, I think I might have said a month ago that maybe the heat, heat could upset. The, well, that, that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, we're starting to see these matchups solidify. Like, tonight is going to be wild. We have, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So by the time you listen to this, you'll know the results. But Nuggets, Blazers, game five, that series is at 2 2. Suns, Lakers, 2 uh, 2, um, game five with, with no Anthony Davis, likely, it sounds like. Um, but who are, who's going to take the place for Anthony Davis in the lineup? Um, I don't know. You you figure that out on your DraftKings lineup. Um, download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use a promo code TBPN when you sign up for your free shot up to for up to $10,000 in total prizes every day. Um, they have these new pool contests. Um, you should go check those out. Uh, free pools every day. Um, basically, I, I think you're just entering them, and then you get a chance to win. So um, free is always good, better than, than not free. Um, yeah, promo code TBPN. Eligibility restrictions apply. DraftKings.com for more details. Um, so, boom! Thanks to them. Um, not not going to do a, a spoiler alert here, but we might have another we might have another uh, advertiser in about ten minutes on this podcast. Ooh. Um, so it's good. That's good. Um, I don't want to say we're drowning in money right now. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I will say my podcast room. I can't walk around it without stepping on a hundred dollar bills. Huh. Wow. So. 
I gotta, I gotta, clearly I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I, maybe we gotta I didn't, talk. We gotta talk about the business. <laughs> maybe I didn't do the math right. Maybe, 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 yeah. Uh, Julian, there was a report on Sunday that, that, that I mean, um, there's really no huge Wolves news, obviously, on the court because they're not playing. But there, there was a report on Sunday in um, Sunday's Pioneer Press from Charlie Walters, who's been um, just dropping little scoops for the last like 50 years, it seems like. Um, the report, there's buzz now that Kevin Garnett, who is said to be worth more than $200 million, will be heavily involved in the Timberwolves basketball department if he joins franchise investors Alex Rodriguez and Mark Lurie, if and when they gain control in 2023. The word is Garnett, the ex-Timberwolf, wants the franchise to remain in Minnesota, but Rodriguez wants to move to Seattle, where he played for seven seasons. Um, I guess, what, what's your first thought when you when you read that? Uh, my first thought is, why would uh, Kevin Garnett join the ownership? Why would they let him join the ownership group if there's already a disagreement about where the team lives? You know, and so <laughs> yeah. that's that's my first that. that's that's my first reaction. Um, and then my second reaction is that it's not just their call, you know, like, yeah. I don't think the league wants to move. I think the league wants to expand, you know, I, I think the league wants to add teams and I think Seattle is a perfect expansion candidate. I don't know if, if you go like Seattle and Vegas, right? Like that's what everybody's saying for the next two teams. If you move the Timberwolves, what's the third city? And I think unless you can come up with a really good option, um, for another NBA team, I don't know. Maybe Nashville. Maybe uh, I don't know. I'm struggling to, to think of another city. But I don't think the NBA will move the Timberwolves without two more cities that they can expand to, because Seattle would definitely be one of those cities. So that's my first reaction, or that's my second reaction. Um, third, I think it would just be it would be good to have KG involved. I yeah. think when they say with the basketball side though, it scares me a little bit just because you're a good player does not necessarily mean you're a good, like basketball operations person. Um, so I want a future for the Timberwolves that is not about who, you know, and nepotism I want. And that's what it is now. And I want to have a Timberwolves where the most important thing for all the people on the basketball side is that they're good at putting together good teams. So I want Kevin Garnett involved in the team. I'm sure they can figure out a role for him that makes sense. Um, I hope it's not like a GM type thing. Yeah. Well, no, maybe, think... maybe if, if, if you want to give him a shot and he's good, great. I'm not saying he couldn't be good. It's just like, just cause he's KG. I don't want to all of a sudden just give him the reins because we have enough nostalgia over yeah. here. Like we need a good team. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that, I think those are all right. Um, yeah. I, I, like, I mean, it's one of those like reports, but not really a report. Like, I mean, the, the big takeaway is like that, that KG wants to join, um, yeah. you know, like the, the thing, the thing is here, the report says will be heavily involved in the Timberwolves basketball department. If he joins, um, I don't know what that means. I mean, the, the, is that basically like they're, they're like, okay, we, we do need some investors and money. And they're saying, Hey KG, if you, if you're, if you invest sure. and you're part of this ownership group, you're going to be a big part of the the team here. Okay, that's great, and um, and I think that's the like that's the biggest news. It's like yeah, you have totally. you have you have a group that is willing to bring KG in and give him a, a relevant role with the organization. Um, the moving thing, 
I'm kind of like, whatever, like if Alex Rodriguez wants to move the team, like in the main ownership group does, like they're not going to care really what kept like, I mean, right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, whatever, uh, you know, of course, KG would want to not have that happen, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I, more than anything, it's like this report might be that, I mean, it probably comes from KG's people. You're putting out the PR thing right now that KG doesn't want to move the team. So Whenever when, when you guys read headlines in 2022 that the wolves are moving, like look back to this Don't headline from KG, yeah, yeah, had, look back to this headline. Like he didn't wanna, um, which I think is fair. Like, I, but but then again, I don't think KG really cares either way. Um, you know, I think he he just honestly wants to be loved by the the, the franchise and where they're located. Um, eh, you know, who whatever. Um, you know, and then I, I think one takeaway that maybe not to look too far into because it's 2023 before these guys take over. Um, and like the shelf of a GM or a basketball operations crew in the NBA can be like pretty short lived. And cause I think we're already on season two or season three of um, this, like where we just finished season two of the Gerson Rosas era. And by 2023, we'll have what two more seasons. Um, so if Gerson Rosas doesn't do a good job, he's going to be fired anyways. And if he is doing a really good job, like he'll probably prob- he'll probably keep <laughs> his job. But I, I just think that it's like not a super encouraging sign, probably for his staff that no. they're just like, yeah, like KG's gonna have a huge role in the basketball ops department when we take over. Um, but we haven't talked to this basketball ops department about that. And, right. and I, I know it's two years away, and like, yeah, it's a long time, but it's still a weird. Um, like thing just to be like, you know, cause I'm sure Gerson, like I always, I always think about this when um, these reports come out about franchises, I'm always wondering what the current people are doing. Like the current right. people are just like reading this report and being like, Oh, that's, that's I mean, news to me. They're finding it out. They're finding it out at the same time we are. I, yeah. can, I, can, tell, I can tell you yeah. that much. Yeah, no. Uh, so, I mean, keep an eye on that. I don't know what to keep an eye on, but uh, reports like that are little, little nuggets throughout the off season. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the NBA playoffs, um, you know, we're not going to go too deep into the weeds here. Last week we um, had uh, the guys from the Thatcher effect on to talk about the Utah jazz. That was a good luck charm, uh, I guess, because Utah won again last night and they're up three to one. Um, Julian were like your most intriguing series right now. Where are you at? I mean, where to begin, dude? I know. Like, <laughs> well, first of all, I was like ready to come on the pod if we were recording like Saturday or whatever and be like, you were right. The Mavs are going to beat the Clippers. I was too high on them. And then the Clippers just totally turned it around. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty intriguing to me. Yeah. Honestly, Mavs Clippers. I'm, I'm obviously invested in Blazers Nuggets. I think that's been a good series. Um, I mean, Suns Lakers has got to kind of be the one though, right? Yeah. Like that's, you know, <sighs> I don't know. Whoever whoever wins that one is has a real real shot. Um, yeah, let's let's just run through these. Like Utah, Memphis, uh, Utah up three to one. They'll probably win. Uh, Clippers, Dallas. Like you're right. Uh, Dallas had all the momentum in the world going back home to Dallas, and then they dropped two games. Expect the kicker there is like they were up by like fifteen. I think it was only in the first half of that game. I, yeah. I wasn't able to watch the game, so I was in the woods all weekend. But. Um, you know, the, like that's the thing. Like you're now it's two two, and like you almost got to win game five. Uh, yep. You know, 
to, to at least put yourself in a position where you're going to play a game seven. Um, so that's not great. Uh, Denver, Portland, two to two. I mean, the, the thing is like these, like the Denver, Portland, I feel bad in like the Phoenix Lakers because they play on the same nights and those games start at like eight, like they're back to back or they're like overlapping each other. Um, so I think it's hard for people to watch both games. Um, but I mean, like those series are so fun. And I think both, like, I think both will probably go seven games. Like in the Western Conference, if three of your four series go seven games, that's that's wonky. Yeah. Right. That's totally. that's nuts. Um, on the East, 76ers are going to, well, they, they lost last night, right? Yeah, they lost. Um, they, they'll end up winning four to one. The interesting thing with Philadelphia is, I don't know if you watch this, Julian, they did the hack of Simmons, um, which. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. Yeah, which um, basically like Ben Simmons was trying to like he was trying to look confident, but then he kept missing free throws. Yeah. And I don't know if it cost the the 76ers a game. Um, I mean, their defense down the stretch was bad. But I will say if I'm a Philadelphia fan, I'm a little concerned about um, what happens when you're in the second and third round and teams are just going to take Simmons out of the game. Like Doc Rivers probably should have taken Simmons out of the game yesterday, but like it probably says something when you have to take away, take out your second best player in the fourth quarter of a crunch time big game because he can't shoot free throws. Um, yeah. If only we would have known these shooting problems with Ben Simmons and right. he could have had time to improve yeah. on them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ben Simmons' three point watch is still going, right? It's still going. It's not, not very it's good. It's not looking um, great. We but, weren't uh, able to sponsor that section. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I mean, yeah, the I mean the Sixers I think still look good, but I mean we knew this was going to be an issue, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, it it, it certainly was and, and they were missing Embiid down, down the stretch too. So, yeah. uh Knicks and Hawks, I'm I will say and, and I'm so, I'm sorry for all my our Knicks fans. I know we have like six of them that listen to this podcast. Um Atlanta's up 3 to 1, which uh I did not see coming. Um, and obviously, if the Knicks win the next, the thing is, Julian, I think I've, I've, I've always told you this. After game five, one team has to either win four to one or one team has to be up three to two. So if the yes. Knicks come back and win this game, they're down three to two. It's the same thing if they would have been tied two to two and they would have lost game five. So that's right. that's that's how you have to look at it. So, um, yeah. you know, three, three to one, it's a it, you know, it's a big deficit, but they could come back. Uh Milwaukee swept Miami and they'll they'll keep up for uh a matchup against the 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 um the Nets who um they'll probably beat the Celtics tonight. Um also I'd like to make this point quick. Um fans at arenas stop throwing stuff at players. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's and then I, last night there was a a guy that ran into the court. I mean, what like we didn't attend sporting events for a year and now we're just like yeah, have people just like forgotten how to. I don't know. Behave. Although I guess if you ask a lot of the players, a lot of this stuff has been going on for a long time. So yeah, I don't know if it's like just Twitter. Like now we're seeing it, but I mean that's been around forever. So I don't know what's going on. But yeah, fans, calm down. It's yeah. it's crazy. It's like just let them play. <sighs> I know. I hate it's, it. Uh, it's really. I know. Like, it's, really it's, it's, yeah. I know. I hate seeing like the ESPN thing pop up on my phone and this happened tonight. It's like, ah, oh, stop it. Grow up. Um, okay. Now let's get to a super exciting part of this podcast. Yeah. Um, like we, we could not be happy about this partnership. You guys know that we like to talk about sports cards. Um, we do it all the time. Some people 
uh, love it more than others. But, um, you know, that's kind of a, you know, I will say that's kind of a pillar of this podcast. Some um, people love it more than others. Some people love it more than others. That's yeah, actually, that's, that's our tagline. That's, that's the pillar. Yeah. And that some people that like it more than others are, they're just you and me. Um, right. <laughs> so uh, I've been working with these guys forever. Uh, three star sports cards. They're going to sponsor our card court sec, uh, a sports card section, um, the card corner. Um, you know, like I, I've praised these guys forever because you go in and, and during the pan, like I, I've been going there for years and Julian, you've been there a few times too. Like Eric is just so friendly. Um, it seems like the place is always, whether it's packed or whether you're there during the middle of the day and it's not very busy, like you, you feel like you get that same attention. Um, and I've gotten a lot of questions from people about, Hey, how, how do you do this? How do you grade? Or how do I know what my cards are valued at? And I, I try to help as much as I can. But the thing is when I started going into the three stars, I was in that same spot three years ago where I didn't quite know, okay, like what cards should I grade and what, you know, what package should I go with? Or, Hey, I, I want an inexpensive pack right now. Um, you know, what's the most hit potential or, you know, whatever yeah, it is. Totally. And they will always answer your question. Um, so if you're in the market, like, you know, they, they have, they have one in Bloomington, they have one in little Canada, um, where, where Wayne's at and Wayne's great. And, um, like just ask any question you want and they, they have all the materials that you, that you want as far as, um, obviously the cards and, um, they, they do breaks on their Facebook page. So really, um, you know, th this is like my long plug for them. And, and every week I won't go this in depth, but like, we are just beyond excited about our partnership with them. And I, more than anything, I hope that we give somebody, you know, we give people a resource that they can yeah. go to for their questions. Um, you know, and, and they're connected to us. So, um, again, super excited. I, we, we couldn't be more excited and it's kind of been in the works for a while. Um, what does this mean? It means that, uh, basically the only difference we're really going to make, uh, or change we're going to make is we're just going to, um, you know, clip a video, um, and then have the card corner just kind of be its own thing apart from the podcast as well, which, you know, is good. Um, pump the brand baby. Um, okay, let's get into it. So, uh, my product of the week, um, which I just made that up because we never had like real products of the week. Um, but this is like, I was looking at cards and trends and, and right now the market's in a little bit of a dip as, as far as selling goes. The product that I really like that was released last week, it's 20, 2020, 21 court Kings. Um, you get an autograph and you get a memorabilia card. So you get two hits guaranteed. Um, you, you know, I think I, I want to say it's only 10 cards total. So it's like 30 bucks a card, but here's the thing. Like you're, you're getting an auto, um, which like middle of the line auto, like, you know, if you're trying to flip and make money, you're looking at 30, $40 maybe. Right. Um, you know, depending on, on who it is, um, their lamello cards, their base cards are already going for 80 to a hundred dollars. So, you know, as far as like money back it, I, I, it, it's hard to say where, where the market's at right now that you're going to get your money back with any, with any product. But this one right. has just, I, like, I don't know if you've seen these designs, Julian, and maybe you and I can go in on a box, but the, yeah, the, art, the artwork on these cards is crazy. They do a really nice job. They have numbered cards. Um, it, it's just a really good visually looking card, which at this point, like after collecting, like obviously like prism is a fun card, like product to collect. And, um, 
you know, there's all these different brands, but like Court Kings has always been my favorite because, you, you know, it's you you buy a box. Yep, sure, it's only ten cards, but they're really cool looking cards, and you're and you're like the fact that you're going to get an auto and a mem in, in those those cards is is pretty cool. So, um, they have them at three stars. Um, you can go to their Bloomington or Little Canada location, um, or visit three stars sportscards.com. Um, tell them the layup or 10,000 layups podcast sent you, they'll be, they'll be happy and they'll, they'll know that this is working already. Um, which, which, you know, we, we hope it does. We, we hope it's beneficial for both sides. Cause, um, again, I've been working with those guys for years and they have just been so incredibly helpful. Yeah. It's always fun to go there. We got to go there next weekend I, or yeah, sometime soon. Whenever, when I'm, I'm in for whatever. Um, I yeah. believe it. I literally, any excuse I can, I, I have to go there. Um, you know, I can, yeah, like the, I can know that I need top loaders or, uh, sleeves. Um, but I, or sorry, I can, I know that I have them like down in my basement, but if I run out of them upstairs, I'll just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we, we should probably go, yes, to, three I go to three star. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And then later this week, um, we're probably similar to last week where last week we had the guys from the Utah jazz this week. I don't know who we're going to have on, but we'll probably have another TBPN guest on to talk about, um, you know, whether it's the nets or Lakers or Clippers to just to kind of talk about where they're at. Um, I think next week, de- depending on where the sun season at, we'll probably bring Espo back and yeah, I was going to we'll, say, we'll either be doing a victory lap or um, funeral procession. Yeah. He'll be, he might be drinking on the podcast, which, you know, um, it wouldn't be the first time. I think I our first, say, yeah. our first episode first with, with, I think our first episode with Haley, she, uh, she was like three uh, glasses of wine um, deep, which I mean, I'm, we're all four here. And also yeah. we should talk about that, Julian. Um, you know, so, you know, Haley comes onto the podcast, doesn't, I mean, right. Her podcast is in the works. She can't talk about it, but she just says to keep an eye on it and check it out. And now the spinsters is like the number one podcast on iTunes and, and Spotify. So I'm not going to say we had anything to do with it, but I think I, we had a little bit to do with it, Kyle. I, you know, we're all about claiming other successes as our own here on the 10,000 layups podcast. And this is no exception. So, yeah. I, so, um, she did say she'll come back on the podcast whenever. So maybe we'll, um, yeah, we should we'll get her back it. maybe in the second round. Yeah, we'll 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 take her up on that. Um, all right, sweet guys. Uh, thanks to DraftKings. Thanks to Three Stars. Uh, most importantly, thanks to Julian. Um, you got it, Kyle. Yeah. Um, everybody else, we will talk to you later on this week. Um, enjoy the weather. Enjoy the summer. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah.